Welcome to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. Brought to you by elevatebooks.com. Hello and welcome to another one of our Elevate Podcasts. My name is Benjamin J. Harvey, the Difference Maker Mentor. And once again, we have the pleasure of interviewing an international best-selling author from the Elevate Books series. Now, to find out more about them and any of the other authors from the Elevate series, be sure to check out elevatebooks.com where you'll find a bunch of additional information and plenty of highly valuable free resources you can download immediately to further assist you in elevating all areas of your life. So today we are speaking with Angela Retti. Now, Angela is a business owner, investor, writer, educator, and internationally certified results coach. Angela's actually originally from the United Kingdom, where she graduated with an honors degree in engineering. Now, after an early career in corporate sales and marketing, both uh, in the UK and right here in Australia, she actually managed to carve out her niche as a lifestyle entrepreneur, where Angela created and sold several businesses while juggling being a wife and a mother. And we all know how challenging that can be. However, it's not always been sunshine and roses for Angela. She actually experienced a, a range of challenges that seemed to stack one on top of the other over a 10-year period. And it actually culminated in her reaching her 50s, feeling lost and stuck and burnt out and lacking real purpose. Now, at this point, Angela made two life-changing decisions in order to bring herself back from the edge. The first was investing in immersive training courses to renew her confidence and skills. And the second was to engage a results coach to ensure that all of her learning translated into that all-important thing called action. Now, as a consequence, Angela found a new mission, reigniting the energy and vitality of her youth and enabling her in less than five years to start a whole new chapter of her life by stepping outside her own comfort zone to help others in similar situations by launching a coaching practice courses and workshops. Now, today, Angela blends her passion for learning with her diverse life and business experiences into practical steps that anyone can implement. Now, if there's one thing I know about Angela, it's this. She loves supporting people like you to embrace life decisions that are holding you back from truly living, loving, thriving, and enjoying your life. So please join me in welcoming to the show today, Angela. Hello, Angela. Hello, Ben. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you very much. I just feel really honoured to be here and and, uh, thank you very much for that, for the the intro. (laughs) You're welcome. I'm excited. I'm excited. I've I've been uh, very excited about your book, Elevate Your Results. And I've I've been looking forward to this chat quite a lot because I know there's a lot of practical takeaways that the listeners are about to get. And I know that with your background, you know, you get jump on these podcasts and everyone does this 55-minute where I came from story. But um, when I was chatting to you in the past, you're like, Ben, I just want to get straight into the content. I want to give your listeners some value. Enough with these personal stories. Let me just get started. So I'm, I'm sure the listeners want a, a bit of a mix of both. But I guess what I'm curious about, I, I, I read through your book here, and, and you're talking all about this thing called fulfilling decisions. So what, why? Why are you so passionate? What lights you up about that? Yeah, so um, yeah, so just to let your listeners know, uh, it's going to be a mix of me and some content because I do like to add value and uh, and help people. So hopefully, at the end of this, people will get something out of it. So when it comes to fulfilling decisions, uh, I just want to give a bit of context about that. So 
if you don't mind, I'll just kind of go over what I believe fulfilling uh, decisions are, Absolutely. and then um, I'll put that. I'll, I'll actually then answer your question why I'm so passionate about it. So, for me, the very first part about making decisions is that they are sorry, fulfilling decisions is that they are the decisions that lead to more fulfillment, joy, or happiness in your life. And so I'm not talking about little small decisions that you make every day. You know, what am I, you know, what am I going to have for dinner or what am I going to do that? I'm talking about <laughs> long-term decisions, the ones that really make a difference in your life and in the lives of those around you. So as an example from me is that when I was stuck, you know, when you uh, said that in the intro, when I was stuck, for me, those were decisions around my health around my relationship and around my financial security because I was very secure as a mum but those areas of my life had kind of gone a bit haywire during during those years so that that is the first part which is all about making the decisions that lead to more fulfillment in your life that feeling of joy and happiness uh, etc so that's the first part the second part of fulfilling decisions is not just about making the decision but actually fulfilling the promise of that decision. Mm -hmm. So what I'm talking about here is really the actions that will move you forward towards the, your outcome or goal that you want. And that means, you know, you're able to push through the obstacles that will inevitably, you know, pop up along the way and just make it ha happen. So um, decisions are really just a starting point to moving forward. But before a decision comes a thought or a, an idea um, or a dream, and to make it a decision, you've actually got to convert it into a decision by taking the action. So the difference between a thought, a dream, an idea, and a decision is really the action that you take towards making those things become a reality. So the question becomes, how do you make sure that you're taking that action to make sure that that thought or idea or dream does become a real decision. And that's where my passion lies. Because when I was stuck in my life as a mother, uh, I felt that I was becoming less valuable to my family and I felt that I just didn't have the confidence to step outside and add value outside of my family either. So I was full of all these ideas and thoughts and dreams, but I just didn't convert them into actions and move forward. And what I was really missing was a confidence mindset. I was just living way too much in my own stories and I felt very bound up um, by other people's expectations. So moving forward is all about shifting your mindset and looking at what's really holding you back. So going back to your question uh, to answer it is why am I so passionate about fulfilling decisions? It's because they are the ones that really shift your life, your direction and who you become. They are the ones that help me shift my life and my direction and who I am becoming. And life is way too short to be wishing and hoping that things will be different and just missing a few steps along the way that could have made all the difference. So just on that, tell me about some of your fulfilling decisions there. Yeah, so in the book I mention um, you know, two of my life-changing decisions. And the first one was when I was young, when I decided to jump all in and you know, leave my secure job in London and travel by myself to Australia. I didn't know anybody. I came with one suitcase. I didn't know how long I was going to stay. I didn't have a job. 
So it was, it was really quite a big decision. Um, however, that was one that really catapulted my life and changed my life. And the second one was when I, what we were talking about before, you know, when I was stuck in, in those, what I call my middle of motherhood years, where the children don't need you quite as much, but you still need it, and you feel like you're being pulled back and you don't know what's next. And then some other personal things um, came into my life at that particular time. Uh, it was a, a, about a four-year journey with my parents in their end years of their life, at, which culminated in them uh, both passing away within four months of each other. So what I didn't know when I made that decision was actually what I was going to do. So it wasn't a, this is what I'm going to do with the rest of my life. What it was was a decision that was more about what is, what could I do? What could I find out? Where, what could I do next? And that decision ended up bringing me right here to this podcast today because that's how I met you on my coaching journey and uh, that's basically how I've ended up wanting to do something similar to help other people who were stuck like I was. Mm. You know, the listeners, if they haven't um, picked up a copy of Elevate uh, Your Results Yet, your book, uh, in that you talk, uh, I found it quite interesting about the April Fool's date and uh, also you talk about that journey that you took with your parents. So for sure, if the listeners haven't picked up a copy yet, they, they definitely need to to grab themselves a copy, to read more about that. It's, it's quite um, an, an interesting journey, that's for sure. What I wanted to find out, tell, tell me a bit more about how you, like, support people when they're stuck. Like, what's your process around that? Yeah, so um, you mentioned in the intro I'm an engineer, so you're going to have to forgive a little bit of engineering here because <laughs> I love the frameworks. Um, and I also love to know where I'm going and why. So uh, just to give your listeners, uh, well, you and the listeners, really, uh, some insight into my philosophy and how I apply it to sort of supporting and helping people, making those fulfilling life decisions, um, that, you know, between some of my courses and workshops, um, what I'm aiming for is really to help them to figure out in their lives what it is that's going to make them feel like they're really living, that they're really loving, they're thriving, and they're enjoying their life. So... I believe everybody's got a journey. And with my courses and workshops, my intention is always to support the individual, even though they are, um, you know, within a workshop, to, uh, that we work together in partnership. And everybody's journey is unique and it starts from different places. So what I found is that people start from two main places. For me, anyway, this is what's happened for me, is there are some people who know exactly what they want and they're ready to get moving right now. And then there are those who are stuck and lost and just don't know where, you know, where to start or what they really want. But what I have noticed, it doesn't really matter where you start. It doesn't matter where you start with those things. If, if you don't get the foundations right then, and the fundamentals, then it, whatever comes next is not going to work. So I like to go back to the fundamentals, again, my engineering um, beliefs. I go back to the basics and I remember what it was like when I first started coaching. So I'd done some personal development over the years, and I, I do mention this in the book, that I'd done the personal development, but, and I got some success, that, that is, you know, for sure. But what I found was, you know, when things kind of went pear-shaped for me in my, in my 40s, I just kind of fell into this little hole, and, you know, no amount of the personal development helped me. And I didn't know about coaching. I didn't know that other people could help me. 
And I wasn't going to go to my friends because the one thing I did know was I wasn't going to seek counsel from my friends who were not trained to help me, that were not going to be impartial. So I stumbled upon uh, doing some personal development and then I engaged a coach, as I, as I mentioned. And I think the most important thing that I got out of um, the coaching in the beginning was I had no idea how to be coached. And so I've never forgotten that. And that's actually the journey I like to start my clients on, is, is learning how to be coached and going through those fundamentals. So tell me, what, tell me more about these foundations. Yeah, so foundations, fundamentals. Um, so there's three main areas that I work on. So those areas are gaining awareness, building a compelling vision and reason, and then setting up the habits to make sure that you follow through. And can I just say up front that, you know, if anybody thinks this is a journey that you can just get done in a week or two, that is not my philosophy at all. The old Angela, the one that jumped on the plane that came to Australia, that might have been the way she was. She'd be going, <laughs> give me the download, you know, and I'll have this done in two weeks and, you know, I'll be, I'll be right, mate, kind of thing. But, you know, Jim Rohn says, you know, don't let your learning lead to knowledge. And so... I knew, you know, I knew that. I knew all that personal development stuff, but I didn't actually implement it or implement it properly. So so rather than, you know, just knowing, you need to really get it into you. Um, and it's not a quick fix. Uh, you know, it's not the get rich, get fit, get successful quick fix at all. This does take time and, 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 and effort, you know, nothing good comes without a bit of effort. So I just want to say that up front, you know, so people don't kind of think, oh, you know, she's got all the answers. I can, I can be, you know, whiz-bang in, in two weeks and off I go. So it, coaching and developing yourself, I, I mean, I'm a lifelong learner. I, I can see myself doing this for the rest of my life and having a coach for the rest of my life. Nice. You said one of these uh, fundamentals was the, the concept of gaining awareness. What do you mean by that? Yes. Yeah, so I know it sounds a bit a bit strange. You know, how, how are you? You know, why is awareness so important? And I guess you know when I look back to where I was, I was this busy mum. Everything was kind of flying around in my head. I was busy trying to juggle, you know, my business, trying to juggle my relationship with my husband, my, my children were particularly busy. There was always something to do. There was always somewhere I needed to be. There was always something I was missing. And, and really, there was just no space in my head for anything else. And I just feel that I'm not uncommon in that. I think a lot of people are like that these days. There just was no room for really tuning in and, and really understanding, you know, what I, what I wanted and what it was like. So I guess, you know, if you think about... If you're going to renovate a room in your house, you know, what's the first thing you do? You, you take out all the furniture. Mm -hmm. You know, you make it a nice clean space for you to, to work out what you, you know, what it is that you want to do. And then if I decide that, you know, I want to paint the walls, then I can get to all parts of, of the room. And when I've decided on the look, I can decide which of the furniture, if any, I'm going to bring back into that room. And so that awareness is like emptying that room. I just find it so much easier if you can just kind of calm down and get into that sort of um, quieter, calmer space. So, you know, so for my clients, one of the first things that we work on is just slowing it down so that we can clear that space and allow the new ideas and new perspectives, 
and new opportunities to be more apparent. How, how do you, do, I mean, making space for new thoughts and slowing down, like I'm sure the listeners are like, okay, I, I like the sound of it, but <laughs> how, do, how, do we, how do we renovate the room? Like where are we meant to put it? Are we, do we all have a garage or what's the, how do we do it? Yeah, yeah. Well, so one of the really simple things that I, you know, teach my clients almost straight away is just actually some deep breathing, some really nice, gentle, deep breathing. For example, breathing into your heart and just being able to drop from your crazy, mad head into your calm, centered heart. And it is something that you can do deliberately. You know, you can do it deliberately in the mornings. You can make it part of your morning routine. Um, So you set yourself up for the day. And you can also use the technique when you're in the middle of something and you realize that you're just not operating or reacting as you'd like to be and you you can literally do it anywhere so um you can just drop into that moment in your heart and i find that you come up with more possibilities and it just allows you to realize that you've already got the answers inside you got it so so i i guess i'm going to make a bit of a request is there like can can you take our listeners through a process? Is there, is there something that, that can happen? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, it won't take very long. So actually, actually, um, I'll just say this. If, you, if you're driving any heavy machinery at the yeah. moment, um, pull over. If you're driving a car, pull over. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Yes, pretty yeah. sure you're not to do this while you're driving any type of vehicle. No. Uh, all right, let's no. get into it. Let's do this. Oh, cool. So it's really cool because it's actually something you can do seated or standing up. You can do it with with people around or without anybody around. You can keep your eyes open or you can keep your eyes closed. And I actually like to practice all of those because then I don't look really weird when I'm in the middle of somewhere and I need to just get myself back in my heart. I don't, you know, I've got kind of got it down pat. So it's definitely something to uh, to practice. So if if you want to follow along, Ben, and listen, yeah. if you uh, just go ahead, and if it's safe to do so where you are, as Ben said, just close your eyes. And with your eyes closed, if you can, you can place your hand over your heart and take a deep breath in. And as you take that deep breath in, imagine breathing all of that oxygen into your heart. And imagine your heart, whoever you imagine, you can see and feel your heart beating and hear the sound of your heart beating. And you can gently let that breath go. And then you can take another enriching deep breath into your heart and focus in to your heart again and let that go. And take another breath into your heart. And as you breathe out this time, you can gently open your eyes. And as you breathe out, you'll notice how you feel calmer and more centered in just three breaths. There's a bit of lightness and openness and whatever you were concerned about before just doesn't seem so overpowering. And now you can answer from your heart and not your head. So I love this because with a bit of practice, you can do it almost anywhere. And it's something to take with you and the listeners can do this. They can use it for themselves. And it's so simple, you can teach it to other people. So if you're talking to somebody, you could actually do it as a reset. You know, you can say oh, would you just like to take a couple of breaths with me? And it helps them to get into a more resourceful um, place. So, yeah. 
Nice. I'm a big fan of that. I've always liked to say that my breath is my best friend. Yeah. Um, so just to, to tune into their heart, take three deep breaths and then just really answer from that, that, that heart space. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's quite practical, very easy to do. I'm curious. So after awareness then, I think you said, uh, was there something about building a, a compelling vision or a real, was that the next step? Tell, tell me more about that. Yeah. Yeah. So what, once, you're, once you've got a bit of open, you know, you've opened yourself up to possibilities, you've given yourself permission that you can start looking at what could be. Then you start to look at, you know, what, what your vision could be. Now, um, you may be familiar with the Wheel of Life. Um, I know that uh, a lot of people are, but if you haven't, I'll just quickly describe it. So it's, it's a wheel that is in eight sectors, and those sections are all divided into different areas of your life. For example, your physical body, your mindset, intimate relationship, normal rela- other relationships, I should say, wealth, finance. Um, I, I use uh, contribution and legacy as one of my sectors. There's fun and recreation. that could be travel and uh, sports, hobbies, and things like that. And then there's an area that I call environment. So that's how you live, what what is around you that is part of your life. So it could be, you know, whether you have several houses or one house, what kind of car you drive, that, that's your environment. So to me, that kind of encompasses all of your life. And a lot of people get you to do the rating from zero to 10 for each of those sectors of life to kind of work out where you are. And, and, and I do do that too. And what that really shows is when you when you draw all those little arcs out when you've done that exercise, you, you can easily see what the gaps are in your life. But here's the thing. Those gaps are only rel- relative to where your expectation of your life is right now. So that outer ring right now is your expectations that you currently have for your life. So rather than just saying, you know, well, I've got, I've got this gap in my physical body, it's about really looking at what do I really want and maybe moving that expectation. You know, we look at, you know, maybe we set that expectation of what our body would be like or what our mindset would be like or what our wealth would be like, you know, when we were younger, we've never upgraded it. I mean, imagine your phone or your laptop and you, you just, you're still working on iOS, you know, 1.0. Yeah, it might work. Mm-hmm might not work but it might work and it might be okay but you're not going to be able to take advantage of all of those new things that that are coming along and the new opportunities so that's one thing and the other thing is looking about how appropriate your expectations are for your point of life so that's kind of how I like to look at the starting point of looking about what sorts of things that you would you know that you would like to achieve in life so so tell me how do you like what's the process that a client goes through in order to explore their possibilities in a creative way? I know you're a big fan of helping people explore possibilities. So how do you actually help people with that? Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's all a process. I'm all about stacking and layering. and layering process is nice. Yeah. And and I like to keep it simple. So what we, what I do is I, I help my clients to think, as I said, we look at the, what they, um, what that future vision of them is going to be like and opening up those possibilities by really sort of spending the time to live in each one of those sectors of life and and allowing that, um, you know, your brain to kind of 
capture all of the research and, and, and modeling of other people and just get a vision for what it is that you, that you like. So very quickly, because I know that we are pressed for time. So, you know, so we look at vis visualization and we also look at imprinting. So to me, there's two steps to that. We're not just doing it in our head. We're then trying to get it into our body by doing it some other way. Now, some people like to write, some people like to paint, some people like to dance or move, you know, so there's, or make pottery, there's music, so many different ways and avenues. And, you know, I, I, in fact, my clients have opened my eyes to all the different ways that, that, that they can find to do these things, which I think is really exciting. So it, it uses a brain hack, which, um, you know, we... we with the visualization and the imprinting, our bodies do, our brains do not know the difference between the reality and those imagined things. It's a bit like being in the movie theater. When you're sitting in the movie theater, in that moment, you're you're sucked into the screen. You're feeling the fear. You're laughing with them. You're crying with them, and and that's the same kind of thing. Your brain doesn't necessarily because you jump when there's something scary. So your brain thinks there's something scary, even though it's just a movie on the screen. So we're kind of using those uh, those kind of uh, things to pull it together and, and help our client or help my clients move through it. Yeah. Well, it's so uh, you mentioned there was three parts, right, so to this yep. whole process. And I think if I'm following along correctly, we're up to like the last part, which is the the setting up the habits, right, to make sure that you follow through. So, so what's your whole take on on habits that succeed? Yeah. So. Um, the the habits that succeed, su su sorry, <laughs> the habits that succeed are really the ones that we can get into our our bodies. So I mean, again, I use I'll use an example. You know, when you were young and you were learning to clean your teeth, you know, at first your mum did it for you, and then she helped you do it. She held your hand and and showed you how to do it. Uh, then she watched you do it, and then uh, she would leave you and check up on you to make sure that you've done it and check that you've done it right. So, you know, habits are a bit like that. There is a process to, you know, getting the habits in. However, if you've done the awareness and you've got that visualization, and I didn't really touch on the why, but when you really know why you want what it is in your vision, when you're connected to all of those things, the habits actually become a little bit easier. There's still processes that you need to do, but it, it does become a little bit easier. And, and I mean, with that tooth cleaning um, exercise, uh, example, you're not really invested when you're young to why you have to clean your teeth. It's just something that your mum does with you yeah. and, and you don't really understand. But for me, when I, was, when I was 12, I was having some fillings and I was mortified that I had fillings. And the dentist said to me, you're not going to have any teeth by the time you're 18. And I tell you what, I've never had a filling since then, and and I was so determined to prove that dentist wrong. But I thank him now because, I mean, it's been brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not 18 anymore, so that's not the motivation. But, you know, I've got a different motivation. So it's understanding the stage of life. And so whereas that was a motivation that motivated me out of fear that I might lose my teeth, 
Now I have more of a pleasurable motivation, which is it pulls me towards it, which is I just like having clean teeth and having fresh breath. And it's like those cling film in the door when I'm trying to go out the front door. If I haven't cleaned my teeth, it's like I can't actually get through the door. It's such a strong habit because habit. it's so strong inside me. So, I mean, how do you go about creating habits uh, for your clients for their success? Yeah, so we start very, with very basic things. So we want to, I, I'm all about setting yourself up to succeed. And, uh, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, that they are succeeding in the, in the um, easiest possible way. So I really believe in setting a day up to win. So I work on uh, morning routines and I'm seeing the time. We really don't have time to go through it. But, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Tell us about it. Yeah, so, um, so with the morning routine, I have this uh, very sort of simple setup. And again, we start really simply. We just start with five basic things. We start with the heart breathing, and then we go into gratitude. And we write down three things that, uh, that we're grateful for. Then the next thing is we do a healing breath, which goes through your whole body and energizes your cells. And that's like self-love. And then we give out some love to some people. So we have these three circles of love that we give um, that out. So we're really focused on being connected to ourselves and being connected to those around us. And then we focus on just three things or one to three things that will help us win our day. I'm a big fan of not doing, of not having a list that's more than three things mm -hmm. because, you know, if you have this long list and there's always these to-dos, you just never get anywhere. So, so the morning routine is a really simple habit to get into. And then over time, again, what's the first step? What's the first step? So the, the first step is the, uh, we do some the so heart breathing. Heart breathing, and then you followed by? So then we uh, do gratitude. We think of three things that we're three gratitude, for. yep, got it. Yeah. And then the next part is uh, that we do a, a healing breath. So got we're it. breathing through our bodies and, and energizing the body. Yep. And then we send out love and uh, gratitude to, to other people around us. So it's very mm -hmm. much more people-centric than our previous gratitudes. And then uh, we write down from that space, we then write down three things that will help us have a winning day. So by the end of the day, when you look back, you go, yeah, I did those three things. And yes, that moved me forward. Beautiful. It sounds like a, a, a nice energizing way to kick the day off. Um, and I'm sure obviously the listeners can, can always find out more by reading through your book. And also, uh, I know you've got a whole bunch of incredible freebies that you give to people left, right and center. You're always giving away so much value. I, I, um, I'm very impressed with, with what you, you provide to the community. What, what's the best way that people can just take some more free content, free value? How can they get some gifts from you? What's the process? Easy, easy. Well, there's two ways. Just hop on over to my website, which is very simply and horrible uh, spelling, but I will spell it out for you, angelaretti.com. So that's A-N-G-E-L-A, -A, angel with an A, and retti, R-E-T-T-I-E.com. And for your listeners, Ben, I'm actually going to put together a little bit of a goodie pack, um, a show bag, as you were. Yeah. Uh, so if you put a forward slash and write the word elevate and go over there, there are some, some extra special uh, bonuses that are, you can't get anywhere else on the website. So um, oh, nice. just for your listeners. So Angela, 
and then followed by your last name, which is R-E-T-T-I-E.com forward slash elevate. Um, now, I also know that you've got a lot of great courses and a lot of great uh, resources that people get some premium programs and, and so on that they can they can um, check out from you. Yes. And, uh, we've been discussing it previously. What are some of the things that, that our listeners might want to keep an eye out for and what are some of the uh, next steps they might be able to take with you that you'd recommend? Yeah, so I really won't. I, I, the first step for all my uh, coaches is I like them to go through my free training first because nice. then that gives them a really good feel for how I am, who I am, and whether I'm really the right fit for them. You know, because at the end of the day, I don't want to be trying to sort of put a square peg in a round hole. You know, it it doesn't work for anybody, and and I'm certainly not that way. So I would rather that people check me out, try the free training, see what they, you know, what they feel about it. And then after that, I I have programs that basically step you through. And the first program after the free training is called... Um, a fulfilling life by design. So it's really about taking those awareness steps and creating that vision for what it is that you really want in your life. Nice. Fulfilling life by design. Actually, I wanted to find out uh, before we do wrap it up, are there any like tricks that you have for setting up new habits or new routines? Like what's your, what's your ultimate hack for that? Um, well, I think I, I really do think it comes down to the decision. I, I, at the end of the day, it, once you've got your decision, then it's um, you know it's it's much easier to uh, to move forward. And I I I was going to say one of the first things you need to do is actually practice making decisions. So if we've got a minute or two, can I just do a very quick hack or, or yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> cool. So um, in order to practice decisions, I just want to again take you on a little bit of a visual. So have you ever watched a horse race where there are two kinds of horse, sorry, where a horse has lost its jockey and you notice that there are two kinds of horses in that scenario? Uh, whenever I say it, it always cracks me up. So one will slow down from a gallop to a canter and then a trot and then maybe a walk and then it kind of gets distracted and it's off to the edge and it starts eating the grass. But the other one thinks it's still in the race and it's there, and it's still galloping, and it's got this newfound freedom, and it's just going, you know, straight ahead to win, no matter what. So it doesn't really matter where you are now. It doesn't matter whether you're ready to run or you're the one currently eating the grass. See, I can help you either way, right? It's not about who you are right now. It's the decision about who you're going going to be. And, you know, are you going to be the one that just continues to eat the grass or are you going to be the one that runs for the finish line no matter what? It just all starts with a decision. So that, that's my hack is what, is what must your decision be? And uh, if anybody wants to have a bit of fun, just head over to that uh, angelareddy.com slash elevate and let me know which, which horse are you now and which horse would you like to be? Nice. And I also know even just on your homepage, there's that free training there as well. They, they can jump on and, and check out. I, I always like to, when I'm doing these podcasts, I always like to find out if, if you could just give our listeners just one tip, right? Just one tip to elevate their results today. What would that be? Well, I would I have to go back to the heart breathing because that, that really, you know, slowing yourself down. I think we just get so caught up in, in our whole lives. Um, and, and we don't take the time to stop and smell the roses. So, you know, that for me is one of my biggest 
things that I do on a regular basis, I just stop and just ask myself, you know, what's really happening here? You know, what's really going on? And just going inside and knowing that those answers are within you. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Angela, I wanted to say uh, thank you so much for your time today. I'm sure the listeners have got a bucket load of value. They've got morning routines. They've got heart breathing. They've got awareness. They've got results strategy. They've got engineering frameworks. You couldn't ask for much more than this in a, in a podcast. So thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolute pleasure, Ben. Thank you very much for hosting me and allowing me all that extra time. So appreciate very, it. Very, very welcome. And uh, again, as I mentioned before, you can find out more about Angela by visiting uh, elevatebooks.com forward slash authors, where she'll be uh, there on the page. But also you can go to her webpage, as she mentioned, which is uh, angelaretti.com forward slash elevate, where she's got a whole show bag of goodies there waiting for you. And uh, always remember, giving yourself permission to do what you love is the key to elevating all areas of your life. And until we meet again, share your light, live your love and do whatever it takes to be your own best friend. Goodbye for now. Thanks for listening to Elevate Podcast, the fastest way to elevate your life. For more information, visit www.elevatebooks.com.